Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. Portions of the Oilers Now podcast are brought to you by ProAmSports.ca. We return to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Managed print services to keep your printing costs down? Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A on Oilers Radio. 630 Jed. It's 133 in Edmonton. Welcome back, everybody. It's a game night at Rogers Place. The Edmonton Oilers and the Arizona Coyotes. The Oilers just 4-6 and six in their last 10 games. Arizona is 8-2-1. and one. Edmonton 27-34-4 overall. Uh, minus 33 in goal differential. The Coyotes had a terrible start to the year. They've used six different goalies. They're 20, 34, and 10, minus 54 in goal differential. Uh, Anti Ranta, uh, 39 appearances this year. Scott Wedgwood, since uh, traded, he's uh, got into 20 games. Uh, America Langhammer and uh, Darcy Camper, each with one appearance. The Coyotes traded away. A useful player for a number of years in their organization. A guy who uh, consistently, you know, I think it's fair to say Tobias Reeder uh, was a good penalty killer for him uh, to get Darcy Camper. Camper subsequently signed a two-year deal, a $1.85 billion uh, extension. Uh, the Oilers power play, 31st. Their penalty kill, 31st. Todd McClellan today was asked a question about the power play and the look. Um, here's a response from Todd. Our power play has uh, changed a lot. It may not look like it, but it's changed a lot. The formation, uh, the uh, uh, the attack points where players are, um, you know, and that started when when Koff was here. We started to talk about it a little bit and rotate some players around. We have two different units now that are trying to do different things. Um, when the analytics people give me their report and. Uh, and you look at the numbers, we're, we're doing everything we can um, and creating a number of chances in comparison to other teams, we're just not scoring. Our shooting percentage is so low. So, um, you know, one unit's trying to, to do some, something different right now. The other unit, we have numerous players that are on it and rotating guys through, uh, experimenting there as well. So um, we'll continue to do that. Todd McClellan mentioning the the shooting percentage. Well, for the team, the Oilers are 25th. That's overall. That's uh, not broken down into uh, power play shooting percentage, but Edmonton 25th in the NHL in shooting percentage. More importantly for this group this year, um, the Oilers 31st, dead last, 896 save percentage this year. It's completely undermined any success in the year. We've talked about this a lot in Oilers now. Edmonton, dead last power play, dead last PK, dead last in save percentage. It's kind of remarkable. The team sort of hovered around 26th, 27th overall in the standings. Connor McDavid, 
15 goals, 25 points in his last 16 games. He'll center Milan Lucic, who again has not scored in 29 games. He's actually third in the NHL in hits with 203. And Leon Dreisaitl on the right side. Dreisaitl, nine goals, 18 points, last 16 games. Um, none of the Oilers players have particularly prolific numbers against Arizona. Uh, the Oilers are 2-1 and one against the Coyotes this year. The one loss, they got 40 shots on goal, but lost one nothing a couple of weeks ago in Arizona. Ryan Nugent Hopkins with Mike Camilleri. Camilleri has not scored in 27 games. Pontus Aberg on the right side. Ryan Strom, we'll hear from him momentarily. He's got five goals, eight points, last eight games. He'll be with Yesa Pugliarvi and Anton Slepeshev. It'll be Jujar Kera along with Drake Kajula on the left side and uh, Ilro Pakarinen on the right side. Adam Larson did skate today uh, for the morning skate, which wasn't optional, uh, but he will not play. Darnell Nurse will be with Chris Russell. Oscar Clefbaum with Matthew Benning. Andre Sekra with Ethan Bear. And speaking of Bear, Todd McClellan added these comments on what we've seen out of Bear so far. I think when you evaluate Ethan's game at training camp and to where it is now, he has taken advantage of his time in the American League. Uh, I think he's fitter now than he was. Um, He's becoming um, a pro hockey player at a pro hockey player fitness level versus a junior fitness level, and there's a difference. So um, he's moving around the ice a little bit better now than he did at training camp, and the game is obviously much faster now than it was then. Um, his confidence level with the puck, um, uh, deception at the blue line offensively is good. Um, as I mentioned in, in past days, we still got to work on some of the defensive game, and but our whole team needs that, not just Ethan Bear. All right, Cam Talbot will start in goal for Edmonton. Uh, During the course of Talbot's career, he has a record of 7-4-1 with a 2.29 goals against average and a .926 save percentage against the Arizona Coyotes. Just quickly updating the farm for you on the weekend. Kyler Yamamoto now has a five-game point-scoring streak. He's got 17 goals, 46 points in 22 games and is plus 25. 46 points in 22 games, plus 25 since coming back from the World Juniors. Stuart Skinner, since being traded from Lethbridge to Seattle, or to uh, Swift Current, rather, is now 14-3-1 with a 2.42 goals against average and a 9.22 save percentage. Defenseman Dmitry Samarukov, now up to 10 goals, 30 uh, points in 55 games uh, this season uh, with Guelph in the uh, OHL. Uh, Ostap uh, Safin, 24 goals, 53 points in 55 games in the queue. Kirill Maximov having a great year, 32 goals, 67 points in 65 game, uh, 55 games Uh Maximoff, a fifth-round draft choice of the Edmonton Oilers, who tonight will play the Arizona Coyotes. We'll get to Coyotes' perspective in a second, but uh, Ryan Strom has played some of his best hockey of late. Let's get to a one-on-one conversation uh, with the Oilers' centerman. Ryan, you've put together a pretty good stretch here. There's been some consistent themes. Uh, You're playing center almost exclusively, very little time on the wing. Uh, You're 
in a position where you're maybe the most experienced guy on that line and you have a role to set up a player like Paul Yarby and you're also in the first unit power play and you're also killing the uh, Do you feel that you're at a different place maybe comfort-wise than you were earlier in the year and the fact that you're playing the same consistent position? Yeah, I think uh, for sure you hit the nail on the head. I think me and Todd talked about a few things a couple weeks ago and I think it was kind of carving out a role and trying to find that, that role and um, you know to be on the penalty kill is a big privilege I think um, I think I've you know done my part in improving the kill a lot in the last you know month or so um, you know obviously on the power play is a privilege to be on you got to keep working every day and like you said to be up the middle of the ice with those young guys I think uh, we've kind of found a little third line there and um, you know we can always get better last game we made some mistakes for sure but um, you know I've been trying to look for Jesse as much as I can try to hit his blade and um, I think we're starting to find a little role and I think for me with you know we have McDavid Nugent Hopkins dry side I mean for me it just kind of carve out that third line role and you know right now I think that's working for our team and uh, kind of nice fit for myself can you defer like when you were being moved you know, getting some time with Connor did you find that maybe you were giving up part of your game because that's Connor McDavid I got to get him the puck and in this role you know you are kind of the driver on that line in, in this situation with Yessi and it's it's a it's a little bit different so does the weight of expectation change and does that make it not easier but just different for you yeah it, it is different I don't think you you want to change your game but it's just natural I mean the centerman on the ice drives the line I've always liked playing in the middle because I feel like you can take control and for me with two younger guys I can kind of take that leadership role within the line which may sound you know funny to some people but you really do kind of drive things and um, I think you get the puck a lot more too so um, yeah it's nice to kind of everyone's kind of filling out a little bit of a role right now we're trying to you know, carve some things here in the last 20 games for next year and um, guys are starting to be a little more comfortable all right so you put together six straight games where you guys scored first last night you gave one up in the first minute uh, 13th time this year the team's given up a goal in the first shot it's a crazy stat but maybe just talk to us about you know making sure that that doesn't happen two consecutive games you're playing Arizona it's not like getting up for Anaheim or uh, you know Anaheim or LA it's a different game but they're playing pretty good they are playing good hockey they've they've been good to, I think Todd said today they've allowed one or less goals in six of the last nine games so they're playing well and you know the last couple games we scored first and we couldn't hold a lead in the third and then last game we had a horrible start and we're sleeping and then we had a good third so we got to find that consistency within game to game period to period shift to shift and myself included and the team uh, especially so um, you know this 17 games it, it, it can be frustrating because we're not in the position we want to be in but there's a lot to work on a lot to improve on and um, that's definitely one of the things all right that is ryan strom again he's killing penalties he's actually on the first unit power play um Hasn't been a great season, but I think he's, in fairness to him, he's played a little bit better of late. 142 in Edmonton. You can text us at 630-630. Let's take a look at the Arizona Coyotes. Again, 8-2-1 and one in their last 11 games. Their team save percentage over the last three weeks has gone from 896 to 901, largely on the back of anti-Ranta. The uh, Coyotes have only given up 22 goals against over their last 11 games. Former New York Ranger. Derek Stepan, he uh, had 53 to 57 points the last four seasons in New York with Brendan Perlini on the left side, Clayton Keller, a Calder Trophy uh, likely nominee this year on right wing. He played at Boston University. Uh, he's got 17 goals and 46 points this season. Christian Dvorak with Max Domi. We'll hear from Max Domi in the final 15 minutes of the show. And Christian Fisher on the right side. 
Freddie Hamilton with Richard Ponick. Ponick scored 22 goals last year with the Chicago Blackhawks and signed a two-year extension and then didn't do anything for a while in Chicago. They traded him for Anthony Duclair. He's got, uh, does Ponick, just one goal in 17 games with Arizona. Josh Archibald, who came up with the Penguins organization out of Nebraska, Omaha. That is the school coached by uh, Edmonton area product Mike Gabinette. Uh, Brad Richardson with Jordan Martinuk and Nick Cousins. On defense, Oliver ekman Larson. Last four seasons, 39 to 55 points. Minus 35 this year. Plays 23-52. And he is a free agent at the end of the 2018-19 season. He's in year five of a six-year deal at $5.5 million. He's a big-time player. Ekman Larson will be with Jason Demers, who spent six seasons playing for Todd McClellan in the San Jose organization. Jacob Chikrin missed the first half of the season with a bit of a knee injury. Uh, he'll be with Nick Jarmelson, who uh, won three Stanley Cups with the Chicago Blackhawks. And uh, then it'll be Edmonton area product Kevin Connaughton, who left uh, Andy Murray's Western Michigan program and went and played for the Vancouver Giants. He's actually got seven goals. That would be the, the lead for the Edmonton Oilers. Seven goals this season for Kevin Connaughton. Tonight he'll play with Luke Shen as Alex Goligoski uh, is going to be a scratch. Uh, he became a, his wife is in labor, so he's left the uh, the hockey club. Anti Ranta starts in goal. has been terrific. 131 NHL appearances, by the way. Ranta has a 919 save percentage. We heard from Ryan Strom, his brother Dylan, the third overall pick in the 2015 NHL draft, currently playing for Tucson in the American Hockey League. Uh, Dylan Strom's got 21 goals, 48 points, and 42 games. He's plus 10. People talk about the orders passing on Matt Barzell at 16. Arizona Coyotes took Ryan Strom at three. There's several other players in that draft year that have uh, surpassed him in terms of their career trajectory. When we come back in Oilers now, we'll get to this day in Oilers history. We will also uh, hear a comment from Rick Tockett. Uh, Max Domi, get to your texts and tweets. This is Oilers now. When you want to fly your Oilers colors with fan gear or outfit your fan cave, there's only one place. ProAmSports.ca Jerseys, apparel, headwear, and memorabilia from your favorite players and teams. Whether it's the NHL, the CFL, the NFL, MLB, or more, ProAm Sports are your fan cave specialists. And if it comes with a ProAm Sports Certificate of Authenticity and hologram, you know it's 100% authentic, hand-signed memorabilia. So no matter who you cheer for, ProAm Sports has got your guy. Visit their Edmonton showroom on St. Albert Trail. Fill your fan cave at ProAmSports.ca That's ProAmSports.ca This is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on Oilers Radio 630 Chad. It's 148 in Edmonton. Welcome back everybody. Portions of our show brought to you by our friends at World Floor Carvings. Tell them Oilers Now sent you. Receive two times the air miles reward miles on your flooring purchases. World Floor Carvings. They know a little about hockey. They know a lot about flooring. Again, you can text us at 630-630. You know, after the Golden Bears game on Friday night, I, I bumped into an old friend, uh, Brent Middleton, who played on the Alberta Golden Bears team that won a national title in 04-05. Um, Brent's a solid dude, knows lots about hockey. Uh, we were uh, there uh, to see our friend Dan Baker, who's recovering from a bit of an eye injury. Uh, Dan's the only guy I know that's gotten prettier with age. But uh, had an extended conversation about the where the team is headed moving forward. It's great to know there's a lot of passion out there uh, in oil country. That's an absolute given. 
And, uh, you know, Brendan, I, I was really, on Friday night, I was really looking forward to the game against the Rangers. And suffice to say, I was in shock with how that first period went. <laughs> yeah, I was too. I was, I was uh, driving into the game, Bob, when I heard you talking about how uh, McDavid and Dreisler were going to go off and uh, explode against the Rangers. And then Rob said the same thing. So it's was like, okay, let's go. Can't wait for this one. Uh, but yeah, something was off early in that game. And, uh, you know, Dreisler, it seemed like they were bobbling pucks. They couldn't make the, the quick one-touch patch, passes together that they do so so well. And uh, I know McDavid scored later in the game, but it was sort of a fluky one. But yeah, something was this off in that game and they better bring it tonight because the Oilers and the Coyotes um, it's sort of a nothing game I know it's evaluation time for both teams but for the fans I mean they're just looking I guess to to see an exciting hockey game so uh, they better bring it tonight. Oh I think that's uh, more than a fair comment that they better bring it tonight. Uh, Let's do this Jack Michaels caught up with uh, Rick Tockett and he had these comments on uh, tonight's rematch. Last time these two teams met, uh, Arizona scored on a lucky uh, lucky deflection uh, that ricocheted in off uh, back into the net. Puck was actually going to miss the net and uh, held on for a 1-0 victory. Here's Rick Tockett. It was a one nothing game. It could have went either way. We got the pucks in deep. I, th- I, did, I thought we did a nice job keeping the puck below the hash marks. And that's what you got to do against this team. If you, you play a river hockey or east-west game, especially against number 97, because the game before when he played him, he was really big off the rush. And that's that's something you just can't give him. He's too good of a player. He's you know, obviously a great player. 100% agree. If, you're gonna, if I was coaching against the Oilers, I'd want to play the, uh, the whole game. Blue, uh, uh, you know, hash marks down against the Oilers and just challenge their defense and force turnovers and that sort of thing. It's been a turnaround for Arizona. They got off to a terrible start to the year. As I mentioned, 8-2 and 1 in the last 10 games. Here's Jack Michaels with Max Domi. That's how you win hockey games, right? Is being able to stay disciplined and uh, you trust that you, you play the right way and you're going you're gonna to get the result you want. So it's, uh, it's just a matter of staying patient and not, I mean, trying to go for the home run play, so to speak. And uh, our, our team's doing a great job with that. It's just a short maturity and uh, we're growing up pretty fast. So it's, uh, it's fun to be a part of. And is that mostly due to the fact that it took a couple of months for all of Rick's systems to kind of take hold because there was significant change from one era to the next? Yeah, no doubt. I mean, it's a total, uh, total different system than we were playing before. So, uh, and on top of that, a lot of new faces. But um, that's behind us now. Um, unfortunately, it was a rough start to the year for all of us. But uh, we're starting to figure it out now. So it's, uh, um, it's, it's fun. And uh, um, I mean, would love to have this happening in, in October. But you know what? Hopefully, we can finish off on, uh, on the right foot forward and take it into next year. Where's the motivation come from? Have you embraced the spoiler role? Is it setting a certain tone, as you just mentioned, for next year? Um, you know what? Just worrying about ourselves and uh, not, not, not other teams. I mean, obviously, it's nice to, to play the spoiler role once in a while, but uh, this is what we're, we're going to have, and uh, we've got to find a way to keep growing as a group and, uh, like I said, take it into the next season, and, and that's the motivation we got. You look at the firepower up front, Ekman Larson on the back end. You wouldn't think this team would be winning one nothing over Edmonton, 2-1 over Ottawa. What's been the key there? Um, you know what? Um, just dialing it in. And, uh, we got everyone doing their doing their role right now, and uh, like I keep saying, it's, it's fun to be a part of when, when everyone's playing, and we're a team that doesn't have a guy like McDavid or her, her dry saddle like that, but uh, we have a full team of, of guys that are willing to buy in, and um, we need four lines, 60, and two goaltenders every night to win, and uh, that's been uh, kind of the story of our team the last month and a half. That is Max Domi. I know I had a texter at 6.30, 6.30, our Westlock Ford text line. He said, Bob, could you envision the Oilers offering, hypothetically, Drake Kajula a third-round pick for Max Domi? 
I don't see Arizona doing that. I, I think that Domi, I mean, two years ago, they were talking about Domi and DeClaire as being sort of their future. Obviously, things went sideways for DeClaire. Domi's had a tough year. I do think Domi could be adding a deal, but I think you'd have to maybe bring a, a you know, they'd have to get a higher pedigreed prospect back uh, the other way. Another text coming in on our Westlock Ford text line says... This. Bob, uh, I like what I'm hearing about Ethan Bear. What do you think the chances are of him making the team next year? Cheers from Dudley. This is what I think is going to happen with Ethan Bear. I think he's going to play tonight. Okay. Adam Larson will be ready Thursday against the Islanders. And I think at that point, Ethan's going to go back down to Bakersfield. uh, Maybe play for three weeks or so until the end of uh, March. And then I could foresee Bear getting one more recall for a couple games in April. But I think Ethan Barrow will be starting next season in the American Hockey League. I still think Ethan's got a long ways to go. I think Ethan's really smart, and he has some offensive confidence with the puck. He needs to continue to work. Uh, This is a taste for him. So uh, I I still think he's a fine prospect, but it's not going to be something where he's going to be on the orders full-time next year. I'd be surprised if that was the case. That was Dudley that sent us the text. Again, you can text us at 630-630. All right, let's go to the Stay in Orders history for New West Travel. Edmonton's premier travel company for 38 years, offering great deals in February and March, all-inclusive package tours to the Riviera Maya. And for twelve ninety five in Puerto Vallarta for twelve oh seven, call the uh, friendly staff at New West Travel or go online at newwesttravel.com. What do you got for me, Brendan? We go back to 91, Bob. The Oilers beat the Jets 5-4 in the peg. Peter Klima scored the game winner with 56 seconds left in the third period. The Oilers improved to 31-31-5 on the season. There you go. Edmonton uh, would uh, go three rounds in the playoffs in 1991 on the heels of winning the Stanley Cup in 1990. Of course, Mark Messier was injured throughout the course of the 1991 playoffs. And then he would get traded in the fall of 1991. This day in Oilers history brought to you by our friends, New West Travel. Again, spectacular travel deals in February, March, one week all inclusive uh, in March, uh, one week all inclusive tours to Punta Cana for $14.30 in Cuba for $12.65. Call the friendly staff at New West Travel or go online at newwesttravel.com. All right, that wraps up things uh, here for now. From Roger's Place, Reed Wilkins, Jack Michaels, Rob Brown, and myself. We'll have the City Forward Face-Off show at 5.30. Off to a global news traffic update with Eileen Bell, followed by the 6.30 Chet Afternoon News with Jayla Nine-Andrew Gross. Got the game tonight, and tomorrow I'll be in studio, joined by Mark Spector, Stoffer Inspector for Horse Racing Alberta, live racing Saturdays, 1 o'clock at Northlands Park. I look forward to uh, talking to you tonight at 5.30. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Managed print services to keep your printing costs down? Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A. On Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.